0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. I think I worry about it more than kids. We've got good kids. They're continuing to fight. They don't fight if you don't believe in something, if you don't believe in the coaches, don't believe in each other, or you don't believe that you're going to win. That's when you you stop fighting. I don't think we'll have that problem ever with this team. we got to get, get ready for Alabama, but it shows a really good character the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. Who won't go in the show. We won't go in attack mode, because that's what's required. On a 103.7 The Buzz. With my boo-ray, tastes like too late for the analyst.
1: Girl, luck and your girl, with my bass stuff. I know that it's good, Won't you say it on my taste buds. I can get way too busy once you let me. Throw your block and break it down, we playin' tempo trust AM to the PM, PM to the AM funk Eat up your per diem, you just gotta hate them funk If I quit your BM, I still rock Mercedes funk If I quit this season, I still be the greatest funk My left stroke just went viral Right stroke, put a baby in a spiral Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note It's levels to it, you and I know Tell them be humble, hello. Sit down. Be yeah, humble. Sit down. Up, hold up, hold up, be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Sit down. Sit down. humble. Sit Be humble. Sit down. Sit down. Be humble. Sit down. Sit down. Be humble. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Be humble. Sit Sit down. Sit down. Daddy Sit humble.
2: I'm the I'm the man. Man. The, um, off. Welcome in, Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon. This afternoon, it is a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. So, Anything and everything in the Sports Weekend that you want to react to, we're going to react to. So you can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live fan feedback. After me on Twitter, at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And not only are we going to get to all the reactions from the Sports Weekend, but we're also going to talk about... Uh, So many things coming up with uh, tomorrow's golf tournament. The Buzz Golf Tournament is tomorrow. So, yeah, we're going to have some fun with that. And broadcasting live there from Burns Park. Really beautiful course out there in North Little Rock. With the weather being as nice as it is, it's going to be awesome. Also going to have Chris Gordy joining us in the 2 o'clock hour. So talk to him a little bit about the entire sports weekend, not only for NFL, but college. And probably some Major League Baseball, too. So we'll get into that with him. But, you know, here we are once again, Dale deja vu.
3: Uh,
2: You know, it's what it is, but... Arkansas losing again this time to the Ole Miss Rebels on the road by a final score of twenty-seven to 20 And now the Razorbacks are sitting there halfway point of the season, which really sucks when you think about that, that we're halfway through the college football season officially. But now Arkansas sitting at 2-4, and four, and luckily they get a nice little break because Alabama's come into town. So that, or they go to Alabama, I should say. But uh, just another frustrating, annoying ridiculous unexplainable at times performance by the Razorbacks where Joe I know we talked a little bit about it last week but if you would have told me that Arkansas was going to hold Ole Miss to 27 points and you know Judkins their best running back one of their best players was only going to have uh, total rushing yards at least at 65 yards that Jackson Dart was only going to throw for 153 yards If you had told me that, I was like, wow, okay, I feel like Arkansas can win that game. But the problem is is that it wasn't the defense, it was the offense once again having their struggles and couldn't find a way to win.
4: That has been the issue so far this season, and it does show that um, there are different ways to go about games, and this one was something that played out a little different than we thought, but the result is kind of what we thought going into the game, where Ole Miss did come away with a win.
2: Yeah, last week when we did our picks, uh, I think all of us, but maybe Chris went with uh, Ole Miss. And I I felt like, hey, listen, knowing how Ole Miss is coming off of that big win and how their offense works and just how uh, potent it can be, I was like, yeah, it could be a, a shootout. It could be a game to where maybe Arkansas keeps it close. But in the end, I felt like Ole Miss was going to pull away, and that's exactly what happened. But the problem was, Joe, was like, you know, Ole Miss's defense statistically was one of the worst in the SEC, and I felt like if you can't get the offense going against the Rebels or at least have any sort of consistency against the Rebels – and it just ain't in the cards. And Arkansas's first drive looked great. Went out there and went down the field. A guy named Ty Washington, which apparently is a guy that exists on the team and actually plays really well. He's done good things in the past. Yeah. So
4: don't know why coming into this season it was different for him to not have some kind of opportunities on the field. Luke has is really good, but you have other good players that are there. It's not like a quarterback situation
2: where you're playing one at a time. You can play multiple tight ends. Yes, you can. They they do allow that in the rules that you can play multiple tight ends. And I'm with you. He had a, he had a phenomenal game and helped uh, Arkansas at least get both of their touchdowns in this matchup. As he finished with seven catches for 90 yards and two touchdowns. So great performance at him. But that first drive uh, looked better. There were still you know some times where uh, he got in third and long situations and maybe the blocking wasn't great, but. I thought that maybe, just maybe, okay, this this is what's going to be. This is where the game's going to go. Arkansas's offense looked to be a little bit better, but in the classic Razorback fashion, it gets your hopes up and then they just snatch it because after that point, Arkansas, after the opening drive for a touchdown, their drives went interception, punt, 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 field goal, field goal, touchdown, punt, interception, and it, it just it was and it, it just a frustrating thing to where you average 1.2 yards a carry. 1.2 yards a carry in this game. So uh, the offense is just broken, Joe. I, I feel like that's the, the, the best way to put it. The offense is broken. The defense played well. They did a great job of keeping Ole Miss in check. Uh, again, they held a team that was scoring 45 points a game to only 27 points at home. Defense did their job completely, but the offense is the one that really, really failed in, in all capacities. And it's just its a broken offense. I don't think there's any other way to put it. There's a lot of maybe some explanations behind it, but with the offensive line not blocking, K.J. doesn't look comfortable, the plays take too long to develop, you can't establish the rushing attack, just all the problems for the offense, this is what's costing you games right now. Cam
4: Little is the one person that's coming through as far as from a scoring standpoint, and they do have their issues with even moving the ball to begin with, but when they get in scoring position, it's always field goals. That's what we're seeing quite a bit. More so than scoring the touchdowns and giving you the big points.
2: Mm-hmm. And you can't do that against any team in the SEC as often as Arkansas is doing. But you're right, Cam Little. What is that, three field goals of 50-plus yards now in two games? Uh, I mean, and not, none of them being at home. Uh, like, listen, you can even say, oh, well, you know, the game in Arlington, it's in a dome, easier conditions. I don't care, he still hit it. And then in this game uh, just absolutely boots it and uh, looks really good doing it. So, yeah, Cam Little is the one that you're looking at as like, hey, between him and Ty Washington, they're really the only redeeming qualities of the offense right now. But you you got the offensive line not being able to open up holes, and it was just so frustrating, too, Joe, seeing they switch the offensive line going into the game, saying, all right, well, we're going to put Kudas at center, and we're going to do this and put Latham at that. And then they switch back in at halftime, and it looks better, I guess. <laughs> I mean, not exactly much different, but... That's the type of stuff where I'm just like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know. Like, I get you're trying to do different things, but it comes across, whether rightfully or wrongfully, it just comes across as almost like an ineptitude where you have no idea what you're doing. You have no idea how to fix it, so you're just throwing things against the wall seeing if it Oh, works.
4: that's what it is. They're lost at this point. So, Because this isn't typical where you get this defense of the season and you're still tinkering with the offensive line. It may be a starter-backup type situation, but not – where you're moving players all around the offensive line, this is something that's totally out of the norm. So it's not a surprise that when it wasn't working, they went back to what what it was before. But to be this deep into the season, this is it's a problem. It's mm-hmm. a big time problem.
2: Yep, and and it's just not even pleasant to watch. Like the, I felt bad for the defense; they kept him in the game, but it's just not an offense that has any sort of redeeming qualities right now. And I don't think I have ever seen a complete and total 180 of a team with the offense and the defense from last year to this year for Arkansas. Like, I'm not saying the defense is elite, but the defense is really good. I mean, they've been the only reason you've been in most of these games and being kept in these games is because of the defense. And they were abysmal last year. And offense was pretty good. I mean, the average, I think it was at 36 points a game last year, close to 500 yards of offense per game. And then now you just flip-flopped them where the defense is actually what's keeping you in the games. And it's the offense that's keeping you from winning these games. I don't don't think I've ever seen anything like it where it goes from that big of a flip just in one year with the offense having a lot of the key pieces back from the previous season. Not only
4: are they struggling in certain areas, but then turn over the ball, and that complicates it even more. So when you have those turnovers, now you're taken away from the offense, and the defense is put in a certain position where they have to go out and try to keep the other team from scoring points. and. It's just a bad combination of things that are going on.
2: Yeah, you can't continue to rely on your defense to get stops when the offense is not helping out at all. It's not putting the defense in good positions at all. But I don't know if it's a confidence thing, I, I but I just look at that offense, and because of whatever reason, it doesn't look good, but they still look like they have, they're comfortable. They just don't look comfortable. They don't look comfortable. They don't look confident. Uh, it looks like K.J. is not being KJ. Rocket Sanders showed some frustrations, I know, when they're trying to get lined up and and trying to figure things out, and, you know, he's got to be frustrated, and the offensive line, of course, is lacking many things, so I I don't know if this is something that can even be redeemed at this point. You know, I kept thinking maybe, just maybe, you know, against an Ole Miss defense that isn't very good, you could find some confidence, find some wiggle room, but... Uh since you got Bama coming up next on the road it doesn't exactly mean that uh you're going to be able to have any of that confidence built up at this point.
4: Yeah, Bama is Bama anyway. So going into that game, you always have certain thoughts of is this going to be the year that Arkansas can finally get over the hump with them? They have competed against them before where they made it a close game, but I think most people going into the season when they see that one on the schedule it's so already circled as an L.
2: Yeah. Uh, in fact, if anybody legitimately thinks that Arkansas is going, or at least is going to pick Arkansas to win this game, I'd like to know. <laughs> I'd like to know why and uh, where are your heads at if that's the case, because I think Arkansas, at least according to Bet Saracen opened up as a 195 point underdog. So that sounds about right. Yeah. That's where it should be. Yep. Because a- Alabama had a a nice win against A and M on the road, a tough win. I know that their offense isn't perfect, but they're still finding ways to get dubs. And uh, at this point in time, their only loss has been to Texas earlier, which I know we'll talk about some of the games, especially the one with Texas and Oklahoma. Good games oh, over the weekend. Yeah, oh yeah, great games, great matchups, and uh, just a lot of fun involved. But yeah, Arkansas has got to, you know, they're, they're in a point now where two and four through six games, you got to go four and two the rest of the way to even get bowl eligible. I can't find them. I, I'm going to be searching, but I can't find four wins on this schedule the rest of the way. <laughs> uh, not after what we're seeing. I just don't know where it would happen. Not, not and, to say they aren't lose, but
4: worse than that, if we're counting the Bama result and saying that yeah. oh, that's going to be a loss. But let's say that they do lose the game to Bama, then you're talking about
2: having to win four of the last five to be bowl eligible. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah, not seeing it because uh, you got Mississippi State at home and you got Auburn at home. You got. Florida on the road and Mississippi State or uh, Missouri again at the end of the season has thrown FIU in there. Yeah, went just because of and, and it's if still you throw tough. FIU out. Just say three of the last four. Yeah, still. That they would have to win to become bowl eligible. Still, yeah. I mean, am I, am I picking Arkansas right now against any of those SEC teams right now? I'm, I'm not. Oh, there are some people that are saying they're not picking them against FIU. <laughs> oh, I mean, and, and, and who, who knows at this point in time? There's no guarantees as we know with what the season has been holding. That's looking old. way far ahead, though. Yeah, we got to still, uh, you know, get ready for Bama. It's Bama week, right? This is when they can bounce back but probably not. But still, we're going to talk about it and continue to talk about it here on a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. So we want to hear from you. Why is the Arkansas offense broken? Can this be fixed? And how do you feel about the uh, Sam Pittman experiment moving forward? Just let us know by calling or texting in at 501-661-1037. We'll get some more Out of Bounds coming up next, so stay with us.
0: Razorback legend Quinn Grovey joins Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer on Drive Time Sports every Wednesday afternoon at 4. Brought to you by the DHR Group of Sonic Drive-Ins.
4: Sports Center. Arkansas's losing streak has been pushed to four as they fell to Ole Miss 27-20 on Saturday night. The offense was once again the story of the game as the Hogs rushed 29 times for 36 yards against the 12th ranked SEC run defense. K.J. Jefferson was also sacked five times. After the game, Coach Sam Pittman talked about the rushing struggles. It's hard to win a game when you can't run the football and we, we've got to figure out a way to do it. Obviously,
0: we're trying. But what we're doing is is not working, so we've got to we got to figure that part of it out. The way we're built, we can't win games not not having success rushing the
5: football.
4: Arkansas heads to Tuscaloosa to take on Alabama on Saturday. Kickoff for that game is set for six o'clock. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Listen
0: for NFL Hall of Fame referee Walt Coleman Wednesdays during morning mayhem. Presented by Sigma Supply Packaging Products. Schedule a free waste audit analysis with Sigma Supply sales manager David Breitenberg and see if automation is a solution to your production line issues. Online at
2: SigmaSupply.com. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. How important is price when buying tires? Maybe for you it's what drives you to choose your tire
4: store. How important is service? And what about choosing a tire store that is locally and family-owned? What if I told you that your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot can offer you the most competitive pricing with the caring service that you expect from your neighbor? Right now, we have huge savings on our most popular sets of tires to keep you and your family safe on the road. Tires, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. Do you need Rainwater, Holton, Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 8. 888-8888. We're back with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Great
0: selection here on the lab, but what about my trade-in, Wild Bill? We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. We'll put top dollar in that trade. I'm getting country fried crazy during this sale right now, and I'll tell you what, folks, it's a lot of fun to do business with us. So If you're wanting top dollar for your
4: trade, you need to come see us. You can check out the complete selection online at msastore.com. Better yet, come see us in Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central. You better get down here to Motorsports Authority. Touchdown!
0: Some days, my active psoriatic arthritis makes it
2: hard to get in the game. Now the ball is in my court, thanks to treating my skin and joints with Skyrizi, risinquisomab riza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults.
1: Nothing is everything.
2: Skyrizi helps with less joint pain, stiffness, swelling, and fatigue. For those who also have plaque psoriasis, 90% clearer skin is possible with just four doses a year after two starter doses.
0: Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a
6: lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine.
2: With SkyRizzy, there's nothing like clearer skin and better movement. And that means Everything. <laughs> Ask your doctor today about SkyRizzy and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more.
6: This year, elevate your style in a Cadillac, go from bold to bolder in a stunning Escalade, from inspiring to awe-inspiring in a sophisticated CT4 or CT5, from credible to incredible. In a dynamic XT4. Visit your
0: Central Arkansas Cadillac dealers. Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house with the best of meats in the business Hogs Meat Market, the Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Arkansas right up on the football, second down and six. Dominion stays in at running back, but KJ's going to throw, fade, down the right sideline, Broden's in the back of the end zone, he caught the ball, well he didn't catch it, but
3: they throw a flag. After further review, the result of the
2: play is a touchdown.
0: Touchdown Arkansas! (laughs) On 103.7 The Buzz.
1: (laughs)
2: It is Out of Bounds here on Reaction Monday, folks. And I know we've had a lot of things happening over the sports weekend that we're going to try to get to all of those things. But the best thing about those sports weekends, especially a football weekend like we had this past weekend, is using the Saracen app and being able to win all the money you possibly can when it comes to sports gambling because we know with Saracen it's easy, it's convenient, it's fast, and it's the best way to do it. We mentioned that Arkansas has already opened up as a 19-and-a-half-point underdog to the Alabama Crimson Tide. Maybe you're feeling the hogs. Maybe you're feeling like the defense is going to keep them in the game. Well, make some money on it. Stop what you're doing and download the app right now, Saracen, and make some money on it because this past weekend, I'll admit, Put a lot of money down on Arkansas to cover the spread, and thankfully that they did, and I was able to win out big with Bet Sarison, but that's just the tip of the iceberg because they have all the specials going on right now. So, for instance, if you think that Arkansas is going to cover 19.5, but also feel like the over-under, which is set at 48.5 total points, goes over, you get plus 275. That's one of the Arkansas specials that they have. They still have NFL specials for the game tonight in the NFL. Green Bay and the Raiders how about a successful two-point conversion? You can bet on that. How about Packers, the first to 10 points, and the Raiders to win? You can bet on that. Or if you really want to get crazy and go with some long shots, how about both teams to score a touchdown on their first offensive drive, plus 2,000. That's only with Saracen. So download the app today, Saracen on your iPhone or on your Android. You can also go online at BetSaracen.com and get to betting that way no matter what it is when it comes to all of your sports betting. Bet Saracen is the one and only app to have. Again, it's a reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services here on Out of Bounds. And I know uh, we have a lot of people that's chiming in as far as uh, the Arkansas Razorback team from over the weekend and their performance. For whatever reason, uh, uh, there were some people I saw on social media that were still positive after that game. I was like, man, I don't know how you can be positive right now. I mean, I appreciate the optimism. Trust me, I'm an optimist, but... I don't know how I can feel good about anything going forward right now. <laughs> that's more of a love for the team. That, that's what that is. It's, uh, they're always going to
4: believe no matter how bad it's looking at the time. Now, you can take the opposite approach
2: where you're more realistic, but that's just more of a love for the team. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I appreciate it and everything, but it's just, ugh. I mean, two and four right now is just disgusting to even think about at this point. I thought, I thought worst-case scenario they'd be three and three. Worst case. Well, no. In the worst case is actually two and four, and they're going to be two and five after this weekend, just because it's Bama. So there,
4: there are some people that their favorite teams, they'll pick them to win every game, no matter what it looks like. Going into every game,
2: they're going to pick them to win. And those are true fans, right there. The ultimate optimistic fans out there. Uh, Southern Structure Solutions text line though. Uh, JB and Rock says, how about that fourth and short with KJ under center progress? Yeah, how about that. Man, it's almost like. It works when you try it and they did and it worked even with that offensive line and that bare defense that they were running wow who would have guessed it was a nice little conversion i'm glad that uh Dan Enos, i guess read his emails that everybody was so <laughs> mad about but yeah that was that maybe, was nice maybe to
4: too see. late like uh that could have helped in a different result for some of the other games but at this point maybe too late now it's something that they can use for the rest of the season but how uh, how effective is it going to be, or how much are they going to actually be
2: in those situations even more down the stretch? We don't know. Also, Chase and Cabot, chances we get a bowl game at 5-7. and seven. I don't even want to go to a bowl game if you're 5-7. and seven. I still believe, and I know they do it because, you know, there's too many bowl games for teams that have winning records or at least 500 records, and then they go, What do they base it on? Is it like your academic or your APR if you're at 5-7 and seven and there's a time left for you? There, Yeah. Something like uh, that? You get rewarded for being good in the classroom too. I can't wait if that happens to Arkansas to go five and eight. It's going to be awesome. Have <laughs> the season end up going five and eight because you lose the bowl
4: game. Yeah, that would be something. Ugh. If a team goes five and seven and then they lose, <laughs> that that would be the ultimate. Going into the off season, it's like you know that's no
2: kind of building there. Yeah, I, I don't I don't want to even be a part of that. But it is. I guess it is possible. It is possible. Uh, Let's go to the phone lines. Jake is in cabin. What's up, Jake? Hey, afternoon, John. Freak, how you guys doing? Good. Doing great, man.
3: All right, here's my take on Saturday. Um, These guys just are not a lot. My biggest concern is total yards in a game and how significantly that has dropped from last year. What I expected out of this team this year, and I'm not – saying the two are the same, but hear me out here. Did you guys watch the Miami game yesterday? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Short crossing routes over the middle and cover two. And you got cover zero of the Patriots beat up. Someone goes over the top like they did a ty- Tyree kill and hit him on the sideline for an easy touchdown. I don't understand like why it's so- they're giving us those looks. If you watch the game, they're showing cover two. They're showing cover zero is thinking that safety at. Why can we not recognize that? KJ can throw the ball, man. I, I I love Sam Pittman, and I don't want to put the blame on him. I really think the fault of this whole thing is that Dan Eno's feet He needs to like simplify this big time. I mean, I'm, if I'm a fan and I can see this. I mean, tell me you guys can't. Like, short crossing routes between linebackers and the Tell me that would not be effective. I don't care. Like you say, on first down, you want to get at least five, six yards, right? Stay on schedule, blah, 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 whatever they say. Well, what's the difference between getting in a run or getting in a pass? And those short, dink and dunk passes, man, I don't have enough... I don't have pride to say, oh, yeah, well, they're just going to it and That's how they got their yards. Who cares? Be it Get your point. De-conduct it and It's tough to run. I mean, I'd like to hear what you guys think about this. Cause I honestly thought I was going to see something similar to what Miami showed yesterday. And I'm not a Miami fan, by the way. I just haven't watched the game. Um, as far as, you know, the running, Game and also the passes, the you know the, the only long pass they had was when they had cover zero. Tyreek beat that guy like, I mean, it wasn't even five yards off the line. Granted, Tyreek Hill, we all know he's like one of the fastest humans alive. But once, I mean, once he beat that guy, there was no one over the top. Just all you gotta do is lay it the lay it in his hands is touchdown. So, um, sorry to break it down that long, and and takes a long. So much you guys, time. I just like to hear what you guys have to say about this because it's frustrating to me, dude. I, I just want to win. I and we have the talent. It's like a bunch of puzzle pieces that don't fit together, man. Square peg, round hole. So you guys have a great day, and uh, love you guys. Go Hawks!
2: All right, appreciate it, Jake. Thanks for calling in. I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, Joe, but I just, I I get like there's a lot of things that maybe they could do differently. But at the same time, man, if that offensive line doesn't block for you and and if they're struggling to even have the rushing attack, you know, help out the passing game, uh, it doesn't really matter what type of offense or what type of route you're running, man, because it's like if that's the part that's up front, then it's failing, then. It's hard to really find any sort of thing you can point to and say, oh, well, just do this differently because it's just been so bad this year.
4: What Jake mentioned, though, the crossing routes, that is something that will slow down the blitz because if the linebackers are coming in and you're throwing the ball behind them, at some point they're going to want to change that and try to cover the players that are running in open space behind them. So that is something that can slow it down. Now the major difference is, and he mentioned Tyreek Hill, it's not only Tyreek Hill with the Dolphins, it's players all over the field that have speed. That's not to say that Arkansas doesn't have speed, but they right. don't have that type of speed. And it's not something that points towards Arkansas. There aren't many teams that have that type of speed. The Dolphins are in a category by themselves as far as all the speed on the outside and
2: inside. Well, then also throw into the mix of, you know, what, say, for instance, and since we're talking about Arkansas specifically here, that. You know, you could maybe mix some things up. You could maybe run a few things to try to get the blitzing off. But if I'm a defense going up against Arkansas, and I'm would really be interested to see if Bama does it, which I'm sure they would be. But like, you don't even really need to blitz many people. I mean, if you got a four man front, Arkansas is getting beat pretty easily from in a four man front. And so, you know, that's I bet you anything that Alabama's going to say, all right, well we're just going to send four guys up front and then you know, drop back our other guys and just see what they do because, again, Arkansas hasn't even been able to forget picking up blitzes. They can't even pick up the, the guys out there stunning and, and going in their crosses and and everything. So, um, you know, that's something that it depends on which team you go up against and which matchup that you have, but uh again, if you can't have any sort of success and trying to block uh what Ole Miss is doing, then, you know, if you go up against a team like Alabama, I think they're just gonna dare you to try to do something downfield or anything or uh try to just stop them with the four man front and make a very conservative effort defensively to try to make that work and then you can you can throw
4: some slants you can throw some quick outs you can do some of that and then that will open up the field down downfield a little more so if uh the DBs see you doing a lot of that and then they want to come in and try to cover it better but uh it is it's methodical and it's a, it's a process if that's the way you choose to go
2: about it to be able to open it up downfield Let's go back to the phone lines on Matt and Rock. What's up, Matt?
3: Hey, fellas. How are y'all?
2: Doing good. Doing great, man.
3: Oh, first of all, Joe, condolences. Steelers are nowhere near as good as I expected them to be and <laughs> I
4: up at of
3: beginning of the year. Uh also
4: Hey, hey, hey. It, it, it looks hey, like Matt what they're going to be in and it was last season same type of deal. They were up and down. Now, they're going into the buy. There, be a wild card yeah, for sure. they're they're going into the buy, so uh we'll see if they look any Different offensively coming out of the bye, but not really expected. I hope
3: they clean it up.
4: Yeah, uh, not, I not hope really expected.
3: Well, and uh, John, congratulations to you and the trash can you called the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, you beat the trash can that I call my team. Um, what is going on with Russell Wilson, fellas? <laughs> what in the world? He looks like he's never played a, a down of football in his life, and this man has Super Bowl ring. Um, and also one more thing, uh well, two more things. Arkansas basketball guys. how about that red, white game, those stats? I mean, I can't wait for this season, and uh, one last thing, what's the percentage of callers you think call in that are Because the last four I've heard seem to be a little <laughs> bit uh <laughs> less less than sober. so all hang up and listen by all
2: right, Matt. appreciate you appreciate oh, it, man. man. Uh, as far as intoxication, I think everybody's uh, drunk on life, you know, having a good time with it. But, uh, to the point of, you know, talking about the Jets and the Broncos and Russell Wilson and stuff, I don't know, man. Again, it this isn't even about a Jets thing. The Broncos, with Sean Payton and with Russell Wilson and, and all of that, I, and I'm not going to try to sit here and say that, uh, you know, I was thinking that they'd be Super Bowl winners, but I, this is not what I expected out of them at all. They're sitting at one and four and gotten blown out and just have not looked good, and Russell Wilson's not looked good. Uh, I know he played decently yesterday. I guess he had two touchdown passes, did have that fumble. He's he's been playing
4: well every week. It's just that they haven't been able to put it all together in other areas. But once again, the focus is going to be on him because of the season they had last year. Now they have a different coach in place, and they're like, well, if things don't go right, this will be the end for Russell Wilson. That's everybody's mentality. That's how they, they see him and view him at this point in his career
2: yeah and then the jets you know of course and nathaniel hackett and that whole deal they really wanted this one and to see uh you know how excited they were for him and and hyping him up and even uh, robert Saul gave him the game ball after the game gave it to to nathaniel (laughs) hackett whatever that's worth (laughs) but uh, yeah i was just i I was i was laughing about it because i'm like yeah i was like i was laughing because i'm like okay i'd get it that you know you like is it all? I feel like it's all just because of those comments that Sean Payton oh, made. It is. Where, where it if is. He, he didn't make no, those, yeah.
4: yeah, there's no way he would have just gotten a game ball if it's just a, a random Week Five opponent and there aren't any comments
2: tied to it. Yeah, like come on, man. I mean, it's like listen, I'm happy for you that you won, but your quarterback still didn't throw a single touchdown pass. You know, so and then the defense uh, stepped up right yeah, and played if anything, really well. Brees Hall should have gotten the game ball. Yeah, man, it's so good to have him back and uh, and have that big play banking ability. Uh, that he provides and opens up a little bit more. But, yeah, I guess, you know, Jets are two and three, so good for that. But still, it was definitely weird seeing the Broncos struggle like they have so far this season. Uh, All right, let's go to Navy, Mike. What's up, Navy?
7: Hey, what's up, guys? Um, Happy Indigenous People Day. Uh, Absolutely. For all the indigenous people out there, which I am one of, uh, as a full-blood Native American, you know, um, we were here when, we were here when uh, some guys, quote-unquote, discovered it already. But, you know, guys, my my Panthers are the only 0-5 team in the league. I mean, we could easily go 0-17 and set the record for ineptitude in NFL history, um, going defeated for 17 games. Um, and, and you know what, Joe, and what's crazy about it is, you know, you, you got teams like The Giants and the and the and the Bears and the Patriots. I mean, as bad as those teams look, they've at least won a game, at least one game they've won.
4: Panthers will find one. They'll get one somewhere.
7: I I don't see where. I don't know how. Not with this (laughs) coaching staff and and, and this bust of a quarterback. But because look, man. I mean, like it's going to be sad. I mean, it's I'm going to be happy for him. But uh, you know, the enemy's going to he's going to get his chance this season at some point. To be the head coach of an NFL franchise, finally, because they're going to cut bait with uh, you know Riverboat Ron at some point. I, I guarantee you that it'll probably happen within the next month. And he should have been our coach. I was screaming on Panthers board on Twitter and Spaces to this is who we need to hire because he would he would have uh, drafted C.J. Stroud, who looks the closest anybody's looked to Patner Mahomes in a while, Stop especially it. in this draft.
4: Stop you it, know? baby. Stop. I mean,
7: look how good. I mean, look how good he looks. He's setting records. You know, four, five games in. I mean, so I, I just don't know. <laughs> Frank Reich. I mean, I don't. And, and this will be this, and I'll, I'll hang about to this. But can you guys? I mean, do you guys? Can you guys make sense of these coaches get fired and then you immediately get hired somewhere else? Like the whole like recycling thing is just so just it, it makes no sense to me. Well, if you're but talking anyway, about
4: rehiring Ron Rivera, it's the same story.
7: <laughs> well, exactly. They're gonna. They're going to fire a coach that we that would used to be our coach, and they're going to hire and promote the guy that should be our coach now. So, yeah, man, I, I, I feel the Bronco fan, but he's at least got a, a win under his belt. I mean, that, that guy's got a ring, you know. So, anyway, that's why I got guys in the all tick
2: Appreciate it, Mike. Appreciate it, Navy. Uh, I feel like the recycling of coaches and whatnot is, you know, pretty common. I'm not saying it's a success rate that's really high, but there's a lot of examples where – they do end up having success, maybe even more so at their next stop than what they did at their previous stop.
4: Look, look at some of the first-time head coaches, Shane Steichen of the Colts. He's having a lot of success, and then Jonathan Gannon. Both those guys came from the Eagles organization, who coaches the Cards. The Cards aren't racking up wins, but you can see that
2: Cards are headed in the right direction. Oh yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, they're they're giving giving teams all that they want uh, at this point. And I guess with if you talk about recycle coaches too, i was trying to think of like the most recent one that's. Actually, I had success because Bill Belichick gets brought up all the time, but like he's I feel like that's definitely uh, an exception to the rule because of just like he's so far and away better. But I mean, you know, guys that even took time off like Pete Carroll, you know, in the NFL, Uh, you know, he didn't have success with the Jets and then took some time back in college and then came back and had success in the NFL and won a Super Bowl. So it is possible. I mean, sometimes you see it happen. Sometimes you don't. But I don't think it's as absurd as anything. Uh, that what people have, what people can bring up, and uh, also from our Asher Wrecker live fan feedback. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna read this from Joe Joe Wall. It says, "KJ under center. It wasn't fourth and one in the Ole Miss game. It was third and one with eight minutes going to go into third quarter. It was Pittman rubbing it into the nose of the Hog fans." Well, well, has
4: been a problem on third and one and fourth and one. So uh, short yarded situations.
2: Yeah. Which you know, what's crazy? I was looking at the stats, and just I know I know the season's not over, but. You're at the halfway point, and I was comparing it to last year. It's kind of crazy. Arkansas last season was 9-for-20 on fourth downs. They went for it 20 times and only got nine of them. This year, they're actually 6-for-9 on fourth downs. So, yeah. for for what that's worth, I mean, I don't know. Almost 50% last year, but when
4: you take more chances, then you're probably going to come up short more times. Yeah,
2: it's not as, uh, it's not as obvious as maybe uh, some of the, like, I'm not saying, oh, because this is why they're having success. No, I'm not saying that, but... It is kind of funny when sometimes the perception of it is that it is just horrendous and it's terrible and it's so much worse. There's actually some things on the offense that they're better at this year than last year, if you can actually believe it. Not much. Not much. Not where it counts. But there are some things that they are actually better at. But uh, it doesn't matter. Wins is all that matters in the end. And Arkansas just doesn't have a whole lot of them right now. But still, we got a lot more to talk about here on a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. Uh, We're going to have your What's Training in the World of Sports coming up next. And I know we got a few people who are holding on the lines. We'll get to you as well. And we're going to keep it moving here on Out of Bounds. So you better stay with us.
0: What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Fellas, when it comes to your health, every man should know his testosterone number. What's that mean? It's simple. You need to schedule an appointment at Low T Center immediately. It's quick. It's easy. Hell, it's only $25. Walk in, take a simple blood test, get the results in about 25 minutes. So if you've been feeling tired and grumpy, sensing a lack of motivation and drive, dealing with high cholesterol, noticing stubborn weight gain, and or loss of muscle mass. It's on you, fellas. Go to lowtcenter.com now to book your appointment. LowChief Center, reinventing men's
5: health
2: Bring
0: smiles to all when shopping online with Dell Technologies Gift Guide. Whether it's for the artist, the entrepreneur,
2: the student, or the streamer, you'll find the perfect gift for everyone on your list. Dell.com slash gift guide makes gifting easy with a carefully curated selection of our best tech. Shop now to explore our
0: innovative PCs like the XPS 13 laptop
2: powered by the latest Intel Core processors
0: plus this season's top accessories. Visit Dell.com slash gift guide today to get a jump on your holiday
2: gift list. That's Dell.com slash gift guide.
0: It's time for the Fall Hall at Northern Tool and Equipment. Get your hands on tough tools at prices that are tough to ignore. Got plans? Cancel them. Trucks in the shop? Borrow someone else's. Don't like saving money? Right. So head to the Fall Hall at Northern Tool. Back up the truck for the season's biggest event and save on generators, power tools, trailers, and more. Shop in-store or at northerntool.com. We're made for this.
5: Now the
0: power to protect your MB debit card is in your hands. With Secure Lock technology, you can lock or unlock your debit card for purchases. Select geographic locations where your card can be used. Set transaction spending limits, alerts, and more. If your card is lost or stolen, you can simply turn it off right on your mobile device. So enjoy your security and let MB Secure Lock do the rest. Just download the free Secure Lock app. We've got you covered. You keep moving forward. At MB, we've got your back. Check us out at MBbank.com.
7: Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender
0: want to voice your opinion so you don't have to hear the same terrible callers every day are you
1: behind on your credit card bills good pick up the phone and start dialing is your landlord ready to evict you good pick up the phone and start dialing does your girlfriend think you're a worthless loser good pick up the phone and start dialing
0: then call or text 501-661-1037 to help the cause you're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Let's dig my dick in the mashed potatoes. Go hogs on 1037 The Buzz.
4: If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has the best deals in the market, been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call 501 982 2102. Take advantage of no payments for the rest of the summer at Guadney Chevrolet. And go to guadneychevrolet.com where you can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle, see just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. And uh, before you make that trip, you can actually get a deal started on guadneychevrolet.com. Guadney Chevrolet has convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon. In case you can't make it throughout the week, so get that that service scheduled today. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com.
2: It's out of bounds. Here on a reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services and few things that will be uh, training in the world of sports that we'll definitely, you know, get into. But let's go ahead and uh, work through some of these phone calls real quick before we do that. And uh, we got Rebecca's, who's in Hot Springs. What's up, Rebecca?
6: Good afternoon, gentlemen.
2: Good afternoon. Hey, Rebecca.
6: Hi. Joe, I was thinking of you. I'm happy y'all beat the Ravens. Can't stand the Ravens. John, I was real happy your team <laughs> did what they did to the Broncos. That, that Broncos fan wants to know what happened to Russell Wilson. He got older. He can't play. That's why they wanted him out of Seattle. He's a trash quarterback, kind of like Dak. Is. Whoa! Okay, then,
5: Rebecca, going I, all in.
6: That was that was just great to watch. I mean, I know they, like you said, there was no offensive touchdown, but still, that was just great to see after Sean Payton running his mouth like he did. It was just great to see.
4: And, and Rebecca, and, who, do, who do the Chiefs play next on Thursday night?
6: The Broncos.
4: There we go. Like, uh.
6: At Arrowhead. And then two weeks from Sunday, we play them again at Denver. But anyway, I'm I'm not worried about it. We'll be ready. Hopefully we'll play better than we did yesterday. I realize we got lucky, but a win is a win no matter how ugly or how pretty. A win is a win, and I'll always take it.
3: Absolutely.
6: I I can't believe I'm saying this. The 49er, John, I am so happy y'all showed the Dallas Cowboys who the best team and I can't as much as I love my team the 49ers showed who the best and most complete team in the NFL is right now that was an outstanding job that was an outstanding game I mean it got boring after a while but they they showed the Cowboys they showed the Cowboys y'all have a great afternoon love the show bye
2: thanks Rebecca appreciate you calling in Rebecca She's happier about teams winning against other teams than she is even her own Chiefs fan team winning. Well, those division games, she's
4: all about it. She hates every team in the division, so anytime they take a loss, then, yeah, she's definitely
2: happy about it. Uh, let's go to Toby and Little Rock. What's up, Toby?
8: Hey, how you guys doing?
2: Doing good. Doing great,
8: Thanks. man. Good, good. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. I've got just a couple of things to say. First of all, that game between Miami and Georgia Tech, Hmm. Let you know there's still hope out coaching staff. Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> and
8: then, then secondly, honestly, I've been a little hesitant to uh, criticize KJ because I think he's a good quarterback and can be a great quarterback. But you know, I, I, he just looks a step slower, and I don't know what's going on. Maybe it is because for of some of the other callers have said it, maybe just taking too many hits. But I don't know. Is he losing money? guy still playing. Maybe he's just going to hang up his spikes for the rest of the year and depend on the on the NFL draft because he is looking honestly terrible. And, and like his Sanders, you know, he is also. So, I don't know. I think money is just flying out the window for him every game we play because, you know, our line's not blocking, and it's just making him look a lot worse than what he really is.
2: Well, I mean, I, I appreciate the phone call, Toby. I just, you know... I guess it was tough to say if he's if we're talking about KJ itself like losing money, he's not drafting he's not draftable right now with the way that it's been looking, but you know, I feel like that was one of the reasons why he came back is maybe last year he wasn't draftable either and the things that they wanted him to work on maybe uh it, it just hasn't clicked for whatever reason, maybe you know, they just weren't willing to take a risk on him last year, but as far as you know, mailing it in or you know, losing money, I don't I don't know if it's to that point because I don't know how much he was worth before the season started compared to where he's at yeah, now. Absolutely right. There's KJ's not in a position to be able to
4: shut it down and say that, you know, his draft stock is already so high that you know, it can only get worse from here. It's not like we're talking about Caleb Williams, yeah. you know, it that's a completely different situation. So KJ, he's not in a position to be able to do that and you just have to play the schedule out the way it is and play to the best of your ability. And, uh, you know, it goes back to the focus always being on the quarterback. So, of course, he's going to be the guy that they look at. We can even look at the Brock Purdy situation. They had expectations at uh, Iowa State his last year that he was there, kind of similar to Arkansas, maybe not as high expectations, but good cast around him. Iowa State didn't perform up to expectations. Brock Purdy drops in the draft where he was expected to be maybe a second, third rounder possibly even a first rounder but he goes the very last pick of the draft and then gets in the right situation and we see the talent play out on the field on the next level but that's kind of a comparison you can make as far as what was expected and then maybe you know stock dropping because the team didn't perform well not about the quarterback himself but the team
2: it's about the situation more so than anything with those teams yeah so Uh, I guess we'll wait till that happens as far as, and I'm sure KJ's just not even thinking about the NFL draft right now. They're just trying to think how to win games. But real quick, before we take top of the hour update, let's get to what's trending in the world of sports. What's Trending
0: in Sports is brought to you by Arkansas' Zone West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or
2: 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? A lot of things, it's always dealing with injuries and uh, the NFL, but the New York Giants are optimistic that Daniel Jones will be playing against the Buffalo Bills after he had a neck injury when he left in the first qu- fourth quarter. Uh, he's leveled from behind and sacked for a sixth time, but they're saying that they're optimistic that he could return for that game. But uh, yeah, just uh, the Giants already got so much going on against them. Uh, definitely don't want to lose your starting quarterback, but I guess optimism doesn't mean he's playing, but at least it's a good sign that they feel like it could happen. And then also speaking of injuries, with the Minnesota Vikings, Justin Jefferson. He had a strained right hamstring, and they're still waiting on the final test results. But they're not going to put him back on the field until he is 100% ready to go. So uh, this is something that I know people always talk about when can they come back and can they go if they're not 100%, but uh, they're not even willing to risk it there with the uh, Minnesota Vikings because Kevin O'Connell, the coach, says he's down today. He's obviously one of the most ultra-competitors I've ever met. He was trying to get back in the game as it was yesterday. We're going to have to medically make a good decision and help almost protect him from himself a little bit in a way that we got to take care of him and make sure that he's back 100%. So uh, For Vikings fans, that's a, that's a big blow, but kind of just shows the competitive fire that Justin Jefferson has where he's like, oh, even with that injury, I'm still trying to go back in. But they got to do what's best for him in the long term, too. Protect him itself. from himself. Yeah. And then also uh, some... College football news, the AP poll comes out, and I know we'll talk about some of the games themselves specifically, but Oklahoma soars all the way to number five after their victory over Texas, rightfully so, and they're now in contention for a playoff spot. And then you have Louisville, who also jumps up 11 spots in the top 25 after their big win against Notre Dame over the weekend too. So that's just a little bit of what's trending. We'll have some more headlines as the show goes on. But uh, when we take a top of the hour update, we'll come back. We'll talk about all of that and a lot more with Chris Gordy, uh, as he'll join us at Locked on SEC as well as Sports Talk 790 down there in Houston. We'll talk some college football, NFL football, especially those Texans and the way that they're looking right now. But we'll get to that and a lot more coming up next. So you better stay with us.
6: Chosen as one of Arkansas's best places to work eight years in a row, Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton is hiring premier paralegals and legal assistants at all locations, Little Rock, Conway, Hot Springs, Bryant, Jacksonville, and Springdale. Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton's mission is to compassionately represent injured and disabled Arkansans with generous benefits and competitive pay.